Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thank you for joining me at Life Point today. Very special day. You know, very rarely do I have a guest on, but today I have a friend. I call her my friend and actually a colleague now because uh, she is a representative at the House of Representatives. Her name is Representative Megan Kiska. And uh, Megan, good to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here today. And I got to know uh, Megan because she brought her kids to our day school. And oh, uh, so I got fantastic. to see her all the time. And, and I knew I knew who you were. And then I realized and made the connection later on. So it was fantastic. Right. And your desk is right but where world. I sit at the day when I do the prayer. I sit at the <laughs> chair closest to your desk. So we got to talk to each other a lot uh, during session, and uh, it was so neat having you as a representative and and not realizing your passion for that kind of thing. It really, I guess it just surprised me to see you there and and to see uh, how well you're received. But but not only that, Megan, you are in the United States military. Tell me about that. Yeah. Um, I've been in the military for... almost 14 years now on and off again. So it's been such a a great honor to be in the military and just such an adventure. Sometimes we don't know what we're doing, uh, what job that we're going to be doing, uh, where we're going to be living, but it's just such an opportunity uh, to be able to serve in the military. I think it's really um, given me a lot of amazing skills to use in the military and out of the military. Um, and I have taken a lot of those skills into politics as well. And and I, I think that's just been such a, a great asset to have. Well, that's awesome. And you know, the truth is when you first came, I didn't recognize you because every time I'd saw you when you dropped kids off to church, yeah. you, were in a, you were in a uniform, yeah. in a uh, army or what What? what branch? Uh, Air, Air Force. Force. Yeah. Air Force, mm-hmm. yeah, you was yeah. in a uniform. And so yeah. I really didn't recognize you. And so it was interesting. Uh, Wow, you know, yeah, that's awesome. You know, we went from active duty, from moving every two years, and then uh, we were were in the reserves, and then we decided to um, end up in Idaho and join the National Guard, and we were able just to uh, stay here, and you don't have to move every two years when you're in the Guard, so it's just been such a great opportunity to to live and work with everyone in our community, and our uh, kids all go to school together, and so I just become so much more passionate about the state of Idaho um, when we when we got here. So well, that's awesome. And my wife, I just told her before I left the church, I'm interviewing Megan. Kiss, no, I want to come. She said, I love <laughs> She's Megan. So awesome. And what she, she says about you, and everybody, everybody that knows you we says Megan her. has such an amazing personality, Thank and and she you. just talks so easily and Thank so you. beautifully, and, and uh, so nice. You know, and the reason I got into some politics was. Uh, you see how things go and you become frustrated and I just hate having frustrations and then not do something about it. So that's why I got involved at local level in District 21. And That's my district, by a, the way. Yeah, we love it. It's, a, it's a great district. And, um, and, you know, just doing... A lot of people don't realize how influential you can be when you get involved in local level mm-hmm. um, politics and lo- and and make sure that you go to the voting uh, polls and vote for those local elections because a lot of things happen. And I think that a lot of people have realized through all this COVID stuff what decisions are being made for their city and county and those mm-hmm. leaders. It makes a huge difference wh- who's who's in those positions. So. Speaking of voting. At your precinct, our church is district uh, is is uh, a precinct for yeah. one of the districts, uh, 
and uh, I think it's District 21, actually. Oh, awesome. And yeah, it's, exactly. it's at I our church, so and yeah. we at our church, we serve food. So if they come Ooh, and they yum. vote, normally in the big elections, they get either a sloppy joe, hamburger, or a hot dog, and then cookies. This year, because of the COVID thing, it's we're going to serve something. Oh, we're not sure, but we have to be very careful how we serve it, yeah. and wrapped, and all mm-hmm. this kind of thing. But we've done that for years and years and years that people have had come and had a feast at our church for a voting. Because we're just thanking them for voting. Because I think it's very important that every American, whether you're a Democrat, whether you're a Republican, whether you're an independent, that -hmm. you come and you give your opinion so we can have a joint opinion Mm -hmm. of what we want to see happen. And then the majority, of course, uh, rules, and we go that direction. But I'm telling you what, you know, I've been in the House of Representatives now for this is my this will be my 14th year mm-hmm. as a chaplain of the Idaho House, and and I know everybody, and I know both sides, and yeah. they are all dear people, as oh, you well know. They amazing, are so yeah. amazing, and our speaker uh, Scott Bedke is um, that man. He is he's a gifted uh, leader. I mean, oh, he I mean, he toes so the line. Amazing. You're not yeah. it's not somebody that you're going to go loosey goosey on right, him because right. he he keeps things in order, but I've been so impressed with with how he's handled things. And, so good. And you so, and I both so know yeah. just recently we were both at the uh, special session mm-hmm. and that first day when there was people trying to bust in, actually mm-hmm. accidentally broke a window. They didn't do right. it on purpose, but right. they were pushed against the window and yeah. and then they streamed in there and and it was a tough it was tough. I felt it sorry was, for the yeah. speaker having to handle that and some people even criticized him for the way he handled it. But you know what? When you're put on the spot mm-hmm. and you suddenly have to make a decision you know, I thought he said things well and got up and he explained things well and he told people that protocol would be this and, and they lived by that. Yeah. And so you guys met. And yeah. so it was very interesting. But I want to talk to you a little bit. Uh, we don't have a lot of time today, but but we have time to talk about, I know your passion is education. It's obvious because, like I said, you Love brought it. your kids to our day school <laughs> and, and, yeah. and you uh, are very involved in education. And uh, tell us what your thoughts now are on today's education and what's going on, maybe even what's going on in the state. It's such an interesting topic. And it's it's hard when you, um, it's hard when you're mixing politics and education. I, I think that that's, that's a hard thing that I've seen in Idaho uh, when you're mixing that because it's really uh, sometimes not in the best interest of the kids. And that's really hard for me to see. But I am so passionate about education. I was um, homeschooled uh, from really young age, uh, preschool, until seventh grade. Then I went to a Christian school for seventh and eighth grade. Then I went to a public school for high school. So I've kind of done it all. I've experienced it all. I've seen a lot of different things. Um, I also danced with a a ballet academy, and I was um, trained by a lot of French and Russian people. So you <laughs> you got to see a, a little bit of, of that type of teaching as well on a daily basis. So I've just I've just seen a lot of the education. I, I think I think it first kind of started when I was watching my kids in school and they, they were dealing with a whole no kid left behind. And that was such a tough thing for me to watch because you have these kids that want to excel and, and they're excited about learning more and knowing more. But then uh, the teachers have to struggle to try to to make sure that everyone is on the same page and they can't just advance all the kids. They just have to keep everyone on the same page. So I, I've just been kind of frustrated with that. And I know that there are better options out there and just kind of looking at 
what we can do in in our education. I think uh, another thing is that we're dealing with this whole virtual platform mm-hmm. um, versus the non-virtual platform. And honestly, our kids have been in virtual school, and I really don't. I don't see a lot of benefits. I see more benefits with the the hands-on learning and. Um, I've seen a lot of the schools, all the schools, you know, private, public, charter, whatever. There are a lot of the schools, they teach uh, in modular. So they'll teach something in math, something in spelling, something in language, something in science. But none of it blends together as an overall arching um, topic unit. Whereas in homeschool, we always pick a topic and then we brought in all the education to that so it was really easy as a child to organize your thoughts and to organize your teaching and understanding by topic because you can say okay we're going to be talking about um egypt and then you uh you can do the history and and um bible and history and then you can bring in um the ways that they dealt with trigonometry and then you could also look at uh the way that they did their spelling and hieroglyphics and all this stuff and and you just bring it all back to one topic so that was a lot easier to learn that way and then there's a lot of hands-on learning with that whereas i just see so much of this virtual platform it's really hard for the kids to just kind of bring everything together so and there's a just a much higher bar that they have to hit now too so we need interaction yeah. we, we need interaction yeah. with kids i mean that's how you learn socially yeah. to make it you know you mentioned that you were in uh, in junior high or early on was in a christian school i was yeah. too yeah. and then i went i was two years i think ninth and tenth at a place called greenleaf friends academy out in greenleaf idaho awesome. which was awesome a great school yeah. it helped shape my life but then i went to a high school i went to caldwell high the next two years but what a stark difference. I was in a protected environment. Right. With the <laughs> and then I was turned loose in Caldwell. I was right. like, what, what is, is this? Yeah. yeah. I got, you know, you know, yep. you, but you exactly. know, the good news is God gave me a forum there because I was able to get uh, involved in the Campus Life Christian program yeah. and brought uh, kids to that program and invited them and, and got to show them so a little of Jesus, awesome. you yes, know, in, exactly. in that. But, you know, but we need, I tell yeah. you this, we need people that will stand up we need Christian people mm-hmm. in in public settings, right. in public right. worlds. I exactly. said if we pulled yes. all Such the Christians out of all the Christian high school students out of the Christian high out of the yeah. regular high schools, mm-hmm. how would they ever have an influence on other kids and this and that? You know, yeah. it's it's very important because my daughter, she Kaylee was a very very tiny little girl. I mean, she still has four eleven, but uh, <laughs> she uh, she was just sharp. She started out at three pounds. She was early and. But uh, she always, in fact, in one year she has fifteen pounds three ounces. But she could, she could talk and tell you everything. She she taught taught my wife's four year old preschool the alphabet when she's two and a half. She went up and she told everybody the letters and and she. What the neat thing about the school programs and we're running out of time, but but I'm going to hold you on for another day. So okay. so right. we'll be all right. Sounds good. But uh, but she they she got to go to the gifted and talented from uh, first grade to third oh, grade, awesome. which helped yeah. shape her. She was a lead in four plays 
And, and my my daughter has a photographic memory. She memorized the entire play word for word. Well, we had to tell her later on was Kayla when everybody else is speaking, don't say their parts. You know, just speak your part. But but the education was, good, was so vital yeah, to be able to help us. Yeah, it's a good opportunity to have the the memorization and, yes. and to be able to do you know hands on education like that. So it's great. But it is. Yeah, and and you know I was involved in in uh, Young Life as well, and I thought that was Young such Life's a good awesome. opportunity in high school to have that grounding of homeschool and, and Christian school to go back to high school and have that um, really good sound um, moral compass yes. yeah. and to be able to go yeah. and have all the opportunities in, in well, high school. Well, let's pick up with that tomorrow. We, we ran out of time today. Thank you for yeah. joining me today. Ha- right. Have Thank a great day, so folks. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.